Hello, everyone, and warm welcome to episode 22 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bandt. My God, ladies, you guys have the grumpiest damn thoughts about chores I've ever heard in my life. How do I know? Well, one, because you wrote all of them to me on Instagram the other day. Jesus Christ. And two, because I've had all the same thoughts and I know exactly how shitty they make you feel. This episode and the advice that I'm going to be giving you might be a little unconventional, maybe a little bit controversial. It's not what you're used to hearing, and it might be uncomfortable to hold space for these potential truths that I'm going to be sharing with you. That's okay. I got you. And I know how uncomfortable this process is, because I've gone through it. I've had all of that cognitive dissonance that comes when you're presented with something that your brain has never considered before. But I also know firsthand how life-changing it can be to do this work, change your perspective, and start enjoying your life and your relationship and your home. I'm going to be using my own relationship and my own story as an example of chore drama. But while I'm telling you these things, I want you to be thinking about your chore drama and what's going on in your mind. I'll make sure to mention a few journaling exercises at the end so that you can keep up with this process and actually apply it for yourself. But I want to start off by telling you the chore story that I had before finding this work. It went something like this. I do everything. I vacuum, I mop, I clean the kitchen, I put things back where they belong, I do the laundry, I make the bed, I change the sheets, I take our dog Menace for walks, I recycle, and then my boyfriend always asks me to empty the trash, put leftovers into boxes, clean out moldy stuff from the cupboard and the fridge. And he always tries to sugarcoat it by saying, can we please get better at doing these things before it goes too far? (laughs) That's code for you suck and you need to get better at doing these things before it goes too far. I know what he's talking about. I ask him over and over to make the bed when he gets up, but he just doesn't care. And he tells me he doesn't care. And when he fills the dishwasher, he doesn't even clean the sink. He just leaves it there. And I have to ask him to do all of the things that he does. And when I do ask him, it takes hours for it to get done, so I might as well just do it myself. When it comes to food and cooking, I have to do almost all of it. And when he does it, he makes food in a way that he knows that I hate. He chops the onions into two big pieces, and he leaves way too much of the gross fatty parts on meat. I tell him all the time that I hate it, and he just doesn't care, again. So I end up having to do all of the cooking if I want it done correctly. Sure, 
he hangs his sweaty workout clothes to dry instead of leaving them to stink up his bags or stink up the laundry baskets. And he vacuums up his beard clippings and hair shavings from the bathroom sink. And he takes good care of himself and his hygiene and doesn't really leave any of his stuff laying around the apartment. But obviously he should be doing those things. I shouldn't even have to think twice about it, and he doesn't deserve any cred for doing things that every adult has to do, including me, and I don't get any cred for these things. And don't even get me started on the shoe rack in the hallway. Every day, I put his shoes back on it, and a second later, the shoes are all back on the floor. How can you use so many different pairs of shoes? How is it even possible? He should see when things need to be done. He should know how to use the damn washing machine. He should voluntarily vacuum and change the sheets when it's needed. It's just common fucking sense. Yet he doesn't do it. What's wrong with him? Okay. (laughs) So this was the story that I was telling about our chore situation at home. I'm pretty sure most of you can relate to it, and I'm also pretty sure that most of you can understand how absolutely ultra-grumpy this story made me feel. I was constantly collecting evidence to fuel this story and make it more and more true. And anything that disproved my story, well, I dismissed it right away, of course. Listen to episode 7, Dump Your Confirmation Bias, if you want to dive deeper into why the brain always does that and how to stop doing it. So, this story becomes a negative cycle in the relationship because it's almost impossible for your partner to break free from the story that you've created, no matter how much they help out. You're never really satisfied because there are still a thousand other things they're doing wrong or not doing at all or doing with the wrong attitude or not doing often enough or only doing because we ask them to. Your perception of your chore situation is everything and it is going to control whether or not you feel like shit about the chores in your relationship. So now I'm going to tell you what my current chore story sounds like after doing this work. And then I'm going to tell you all about that work that I've done in order to change that story. Today, I mainly just do the chores that I enjoy doing. And the ones that I don't enjoy so much, I only do them when I want to do them. It's not a big deal at all. And if I just do a little every day, it never builds up and becomes overwhelming. My boyfriend takes a lot of responsibility for the shopping, making sure that we stay on budget with our groceries, that we eat things before they expire, and always have a fully stocked freezer. He runs most of the errands and always asks if I need anything. He takes care of all of his stuff around the apartment, he never spreads out or leaves clutter around, and he cleans up after trimming his hair and his beard. He takes responsibility for emptying the washing machine and sorting the clothes after I've put it on, and he always asks if I need help with anything. When I clean the entire apartment or change the sheets, that rarely goes unnoticed, and he makes sure to compliment me on my efforts. I get to cook the meals that I enjoy eating the most, and if I don't feel like cooking, he's always happy to put something together with the options that are available, 
Or we just go and pick up some pizza because who doesn't love pizza? My boyfriend could eat pizza seven days a week and he would still be happy. I take time out of my week to make sure that my work environment, my home, is in good shape and an enjoyable place for me to spend my days. I vacuum, mop, make the bed, do laundry when needed. And it's great because I never have to empty the washing machine once it's done. That's seriously the most boring part. I'm also glad that my boyfriend keeps track of the trash and the food we have in our pantry and fridge so it doesn't go old and he throws it out if it has gone moldy. I don't usually feel like paying attention to those kinds of things. I'm also glad that I get to spend a lot of time with our dog Menace, working on our relationship and constantly making improvements to our walks so that he can be relaxed and not pull the leash like he used to do. I get to see all the amazing progress he makes and I feel really happy and proud of him. Overall, I am so happy and grateful that I don't have a problem with chores anymore. I'm grateful that I can enjoy doing the chores that I do and realize how doing them is me taking care of myself and my home. And as an added bonus, I make our home a nice place for my boyfriend to be too. Even though I know he doesn't really care and he's happy to live in a messy chaos. I just don't need him to care anymore. I don't need it to be important to him because it's important to me, and that is something that I value. That is all that truly matters. And I'm fully capable of keeping my home at my desired standard and appreciate the effort that I put in for me. I now believe that I don't have to do any of the things I do, and I definitely don't need my boyfriend to do them for me. I can choose if I want to do them or not, and then decide if I want to do it myself or ask my boyfriend for help. But then I need to be okay with him doing it his way. The best part is that there's no need for grumpiness, anger, or resentment anymore. That shit never worked anyway. So this is my current story. Do you know what didn't change between these stories? my boyfriend. He didn't change a single thing. So what did change? Obviously, the story that I told did a complete 180. I started changing the way I thought about chores and our relationship, and that changed everything. My standard has also gone up through this process. My boyfriend's has always stayed the same, But my home, where I spend all of my time, where I do all of my work, is so much cleaner, nicer, tidier now than it has ever been before. And it has all been done without frustration, anger, resentment, stress, pressure, shame, guilt, or any other horrible feeling that used to drive my chore efforts. I feel less shitty and my home is nicer. I love my boyfriend more, and I don't need him to value the same things that I do. I do all the same chores that I did before, and I actually enjoy it. Seriously, ladies, your ideas of how it's supposed to be and how your partner should be better 
is just a way for you to not have to manage your own minds. You have chosen a story that is causing you a lot of pain, probably putting a lot of pressure on your partner, and that has no happy ending, ever. Spending your relationship wanting your partner to be different is going to suffocate the love between the two of you. Spending the relationship thinking that your partner has to do the things they don't want to do simply because you are doing things you don't want to be doing is a recipe for disaster. This is a great example of you can be right or you can be happy. Most advice we are given these days when it comes to chores and relationships aims at you being right at any cost. Your partner is going to fail over and over again at making you happy regardless of their effort and you're just going to hold on to the idea of how things should be. Your righteousness is more important than your peace and happiness. Why? Because we think that by being right, by our partners changing and following our rule book, we will then become peaceful and happy. We think this chore drama is the means to a happy end. But how is that working out for you, huh? Not too well, I'm sure. When I finally let go of the idea that my partner has to do things my way and care about things the same way I do, and simultaneously let go of the idea that I have to do a bunch of things I don't want to do, everything changed. The reason why this advice is often seen as controversial is because there's a big wave of man-baby stories being presented to us right now. Men who don't take responsibility for anything and women who take responsibility for everything and work themselves into a burnout. And the thing is, we don't have to stay in relationships with people who don't help out, who don't take responsibilities, who don't do their share of stuff. We always have the option to leave if we want to. But a lot of us don't leave. We stay and we make ourselves miserable trying to get them to change so that we can finally be happy. The reason I think that this is the best path to take is because it gives you your power back. When you let go of trying to change the other person and you start owning your choices, what you desire, your standards, what you want, that also includes the standard of the partner you want. You get to choose if you want to be with this person or not. As they are. No more cheating on them with the potential that you think they might have in this story that you've made up. And seriously, you don't have to do everything if you don't want to. You just can't use your own desire to not do these things as a reason why your partner should do them. Your partner might not want to do the things either. And both of you are free to choose to do it or not do it. You have the option of upholding your own standards if you want to. But if your standards are burning you out, 
the work you need to do is not changing your partner and getting them to pick up the slack. The work you need to do is letting go of some of that pressure, managing your mind around the things that you don't want to do, and stop burning yourself out by having all of these nasty negative thoughts. My teacher says that burnout often comes from an unmanaged mind, doing a lot of work and having a lot of negative thoughts on top of it, having a lot of shame, guilt, and fear that fuels the work that you do, that shit will burn you out faster than any workload that is done with happiness, inspiration, and joy. The work to change your partner and their standards is never-ending because it's 100% impossible. It's just going to send you into a spiral of negative thinking, negative impact on your relationship, and a disconnection from yourself and your partner. And in order for you to break free from that cycle, you need to start accepting things as they are. Change the story that you tell about your situation. Stop being the victim of your story. You're going to feel delusional in the beginning, but that's because you're holding on to the idea that your past story is the truth and now you're just trying to cover up that pile of shit with some perfume. No, I'm asking you to truly change that story. And to do that, you need to understand that the story you're currently telling isn't the truth. It's just your perception of reality. I'm pretty sure your partner's perception of your chore reality is quite different than yours. That just goes to show how much power you have over that story that you have chosen to tell yourself. So, how do you start this process? Well, I want you to first write down your current story, just like I shared with you in this episode. What is the story you are currently telling yourself? Don't hold back. Don't try to be sophisticated or fair or kind. Just let your truth flow out on that piece of paper. We need to become aware of where we're at in order to start questioning these chosen truths. Then I want you to go through your story and ask yourself the following questions. Am I assuming I have to do things I don't want to do? If yes... Why? Do I want my partner to do things they don't want to do? Why? Do I expect my partner to value the same things I do? Why? Am I telling myself that I will be happier if my partner changes? Why? How would I feel if my partner expected me to do a bunch of things I don't want to do and see no point in doing? Why? What things that my partner does around the home does my brain want to dismiss completely? Am I craving appreciation and validation from my partner without giving any in return? Why? Am I craving appreciation and validation from my partner without giving it to myself? Why? If I lived alone, how would I think about doing chores? What would be the same and what would be different? If my partner was physically and mentally incapable of doing chores, 
let's say they have an illness with those very specific symptoms, would I still choose to be with them? Why or why not? How would I think about it differently? Once you've gone through these questions, you're well underway towards softening your grip on those truths that you've been carrying around and that have been weighing you down. If you still feel like you need some serious help in this area of your relationship, go to katrinbernt.com forward slash apply and apply for a free 60-minute consultation with me. We'll go through your struggles, your current story, the changes you want to make, and create a plan to make that happen. katrinbernt.com forward slash apply. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye.